Hey guys, before I get started with this episode, I just want to make it very clear that as I share this, this is how my headspace was, if you will, five years ago. So in order to make sure nothing is misconstrued, I love my family. My family loves me. The people that we know and we have gotten to know in our lives love me. But I'm sharing from a space of vulnerability of how I felt as a writer in terms of you know being open and getting involved in the writing community. So I want that to be very, very clear here because when I say that I felt as if no one paid attention, it's not like, you know, I didn't feel their love in a sense, but it was because of my own self-doubt and just low self-esteem and in that time period of what I was going through. And of course, that was just a process that I had to grow out of. So I'm a lot stronger now. So as you listen, just here in terms of, you know, from the concept, you don't have to go through this writing journey alone. So I want to make that very, very clear before you listen. So I hope that it is encouraging and I hope that it is helpful. So we'll be right back and you'll get to hear me answer the question, can I do it alone? authors welcome back to another podcast episode my name is daria white and today is not quite a writing topic it's more of an encouraging episode i am starting to see a few more questions and a few new writers who are popping uh, up on twitter and they're just getting started and a lot of them say you know i wasn't quite sure about joining the writing community i was a little reluctant at first maybe i'm a little bit shy more of an introvert And it really got me thinking how I felt, because as you guys can see on my Twitter account, I have had an account with Twitter since 2014, and I probably had maybe 14 followers at most. But it wasn't until recently, within the last couple of months, that I started to see major, major growth. So how did I go from having 14 followers to a little over a thousand and maybe like that a thousand fifty two I don't know the exact number there and still growing as new writers come as I interact so how did that change for me as someone who is naturally introverted growing up I really didn't like talking <laughs> believe it or not I I mean it's amazing that I'm even doing this podcast because I am considered a natural introvert And while I can handle myself in a large crowd, I do prefer smaller groups. Sometimes I prefer one-on-one interaction with people because that's just what comes naturally to me. But as I've gotten older and I grew out of the awkward phase as a teenager, I started to realize, okay, I can handle myself and okay, I do have something to offer. And a lot of it came through a lot of self-doubt. And I know that that can be a contributing factor to us as writers, because if you guys haven't listened to imposter syndrome, I do recommend you listen to that. But we do feel like, okay, do I have something to say? Is this story even worth it? Are people going to listen to me? Why would they even read my books? Like, okay, I'm another fantasy author. What makes me different? Or I'm another sci-fi. What makes me different? You know, you, you make the book different. Yes, it may be another sci-fi book it may be another fantasy book it may be another middle grade picture book whatever you write but you are what makes the story different 
And I love how I discussed that with my episode with Sadie Chelsea. There will never be another you. So yes, somebody can write probably the same similar story, but it won't have your print on it in a sense because you didn't write it. So to answer the question, can I do it alone? That's the title that I have put for this episode because for a while I thought I could do it alone. I figured, hey, I'm going the independent route right now. And though I do plan to query in the future with other manuscripts, right now what works for my life is being independent. So I don't discount traditional authors out there. But for my life and how the way it works for me is independent and being able to have more control in terms of how my schedule is. But for a while there, you know, I was doing it on my own, didn't really see the point of getting involved in writers groups and interacting. So for five years, I really didn't tell anybody that I wrote. I just kept it to myself. And I'm thinking, hey, you know, I'll do fine. I reached out to a few bloggers, got a few reviews. But it wasn't until that I started opening up that I started to see the change. Now, does that mean you have to try to change who you are? Like, okay, I'm an introvert, so now I have to be an extrovert. Or, okay, I'm an extrovert, so now I have to be introvert. No, you can still be who you are and still find genuine people who can relate to you and you'll find friends that you never thought like, wow, like I got to meet so-and-so because I stepped out here. Or, hey, I got to join this group because, hey, I said something over here. And by me being willing to open my mouth and be proud that I am a writer and, you know, getting out of that habit. Now, I'm still working on it. Like, I'm still working on saying that and being proud of it. It's not that I was ashamed of it, honestly, but it was more of, do I really want people to know? Because that meant that I had to take it more seriously. And for a long time, I wasn't ready to take it seriously. I kept it as a hobby. It was something off to the side. But once I saw the impact that it had on readers and people started commenting and saying, wow, like I really did enjoy your book or wow, I related so much to your story. That's when the shifting began to happen in my brain. Like, okay, obviously, Daria, people are paying attention to you. And for a long time, I always felt like no one paid attention because with me being the quiet one in my family, you know, you can get overlooked. And while I know I love my family, my family loves me, friends and family outside of, you know, our inner circle, you know, I always felt like no one really paid attention. And I don't mind being honest about that. And so writing, you know, became my outlet. And for me to, in a sense, expose that meant a new vulnerability that I'd never experienced before because I thought, well, who's really going to pay attention? So I do identify with you if you're feeling like that too. Who's really going to pay attention? Who's really going to listen? Do they even care? But you'd be surprised that there are those that do. You'd be surprised that you'll find fellow writers to say, hey, oh my gosh, we rewrite the same genre. You know, how is your writing process? I do this. Or hey, you know, would you like to exchange pages? I'd love to. I mean, once you start opening up, that's my key with this. I personally don't think that you can do it alone. I don't think you can do it alone. You probably could get by for a little while, but there's nothing like having fellow writers to lock arms with, to be in your corner, to where they can cheer you on when you're having a bad day. You may have a good day with your writing and you write, let's say, 5,000 plus words, but let's just say life happens. In the next couple of days, you barely put out maybe 100 words. 
You may want to throw that manuscript out the window. You may want to throw your laptop up against the wall. But if you have fellow writing buddies, like, no, 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 everything's going to be okay. Life happens. We all go through it. Just, you know, take a breather. Go do something fun to relax. And they're cheering you on and they're encouraging you. Now, will you always find that? No. But we're not here for the negativity. We're not here to listen to those that don't believe in us. That's not even worth our time. So ignore that. Block that. Whatever you got to do, get away from that. Because that's all... All that's going to do is suck the life out of you. And there's too much in you to worry about what negativity, you know, and what other people think. And they're really not, you know, wanting you to succeed. So stay away from that. Please stay away from that. And I know it's hard because, you know, a lot of us, you know, do try to please people and we, you know, we want to be accepted. But once you let that go and free yourself, like, hey, I'm here to be me. I don't have to please everybody. And I'm good the way I am. And it's interesting how this topic uh, came about because I just read it in my devotional this morning. And it was talking about, you know, the importance of not being alone and isolating yourself. So I encourage you for those that are still, you know, new and you're wanting to get involved, you can start off with social media. I mean, I'm sure all of us can advocate that are on Twitter, that the writing community on Twitter is very embracing. You know, we're there for each other. We cheer each other on. But if you're wanting to go ahead and look for other writing groups in your city, find local chapters, maybe find um, a few groups that write in your genre and be willing to maybe just go to one meeting or maybe see if you can stop by over the weekend if they meet over the weekend. And just because that's what I'm looking to do. So I am looking to find the group that I'm going to gel with that I can be able to find them in my area. So I highly encourage you to do that and don't do it alone. Please don't do it alone. Don't feel like you're in this by yourself because you're not. So I hope that this was helpful in some way. Again, I don't mind sharing because we're all in this together. We're all growing. We're all getting better. That's why I call this writer in the making. Because yes, we are writers and we're proud of that. But school is never out for the pro. We're always willing to learn, to sharpen our skills, to get even better so that we can write awesome books. And just remember, if you wrote a book... It is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. So God bless. Talk to you guys later. Bye.